0: now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission
1: break breakfast mba podcast my name is keith parrish i'm here once again with my buddies through the miracle of computer phone here with chuck anderson hey now that was very delightful a nice timbre higher register than normal listen that's my register the way this works john and i mean chuck and everybody uh we have i'm the tenor kind of your, more of a baritone. I guess. John, very talented voice. Um, actually, we've traded out John, and the third ah. voice of our beautiful contrapunto is going to be the uh, the high tenor of Joey Devine. Hi. <laughs> That's... Hi. Uh, yeah, we could sing. We only do the Dinklage song when there's a, uh, when there's a quiz coming up. But Joey, welcome to the show. Happy Election Day. Glad you could be here.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I
1: tried to vote in one minute before uh, meeting here. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to go by there, and I think there might be no line because no one exercises their um, franchise (laughs) where I live. And uh, there was, in fact, no line, but this is how informed I am on all the issues. There were numerous things on the ballot about changing the Tennessee State Constitution. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I didn't know, so I'm like, oh, I got a prep. Do I vote yes or yeah, no yeah. for slavery? Apparently we're voting yes for slavery, right?
3: No, yes, on the slavery amendment? yes on the slavery amendment. That I'm ends not joking, slavery. Joey.
1: There's a slavery amendment on the Tennessee ballot. We're supposed to vote yes. I believe, I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, Chuck. I believe we're outlawing slavery.
3: Amendment One outlaws unpaid labor of any kind as indentured servitude, which would stop Wait, that, prisons they, from being. They outlawed podcasting, Chuck. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, yeah. So basically, prison labor will have to be. Paid. Oh, that's
2: awesome! Yeah, you gotta right. outlaw that. That's horrible. Prison right, labor. That's what I said, Joey.
3: You, you vote yeah. yes on the slavery. <laughs> yeah. So. There also
1: was one about banning priests and preachers from being in the state assembly. I, said I haven't yes. done my research yet. Keep keep them out. Keep them out. Sounds right, but I don't think that's also Is that legal? I don't I don't, know. Think,
3: um, I don't think so. It's definitely against Christians.
1: <laughs> Chuck So that, um you
3: I'm guys would that. be happy
2: to know California has two gambling ones on their ballot and they're competing. Oh. Um oh, one so- is one is fan. The one is the FanDuel one where it's. I was like, about to
1: make a joke. Is it called the FanDuel Act? Okay. I mean, it's not.
2: It's called like Proposition whatever some yep. number. Uh, but it's like FanDuel and DraftKings being like sports gambling, yes. But then the other one is Indian casinos being like sports gambling here. And I was initially going to vote for the Fanduel one, but then I heard if you vote for the Indian casino one, you can then play craps in an Indian casino. So now I don't <laughs> know what to vote. Don't know what to
1: do. <laughs> we are we are easily the best culture that's ever lived with our uh, informed electorate of walking in and being like, I've never heard of any of these.
2: I don't know. Anything. I just vote for whatever the the knock LA one. The leftist. I, I mean, honestly, uh, I voter in... guide tells me to.
1: I put on a mask to walk in the place, and I'm like, can you just pre-fill my ballot? Yeah. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> like, just pre-fill. Tell me. I'll cast it. You tell me which way uh, they're going to want me to to vote. Um, there's no NBA today, which is a depressing thing. We, I guess it's good for the arena workers and everybody you to be hung able to go over vote. are from last night? I oh, know. Chuck, tell me about your voice. Oh. Are you are – because you, your voice is worn out. I thought you were just doing a little nice – Is it? thing your voice sounds worn out is it not worn out this is just regular i was in a i was in a a sauna for an hour today (laughs) you got
3: got sauna voice man i think this might be sauna voice it's very possible
2: there's a sign on the sauna that tells you you shouldn't be in there for an hour yeah so it's like
3: i do it in 15 minute intervals i'll do 15 in the sauna five in the cold shower and Mm -hmm. i'm basically destroying my nervous system and cardiovascular system in an hour and now i sound like this also i ate we didn't do breakfast should we do breakfast Yeah, yeah well i have something eat? to do with this are you allowed I to eat, eat a, in the
1: sauna that doesn't can you cook it your sauna. own ramen while you while you boil yeah. uh for breakfast
3: i, I had, had a shabu shabu
2: in the sauna.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we made uh short ribs no uh, i was <laughs> I, i'm doing this thing now where i'm eating uh I'm eating like a pound of ground beef in the morning for breakfast. So that's what I did today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: like every, six days. every
3: week, every week <laughs> I'm
1: doing a new thing. Like your, your cycles have shortened. It used to be it every couple be, months you're trying no, a new fad. Now it's just, literally every week. You're like, I'm, I started a gr- pound of ground beef for
3: all. I'm, um, fi- I'm fine tuning. That's what this is. I, uh,
2: Wait, what do, you do to, what do you do to the ground beef, Chuck? I, I just don't want to know, man. It. He's eating it out of the pack. I know. I, I, I,
3: just, <laughs> with the spoon. I
1: definitely cook it.
2: With I the spoon. Had, he
1: doesn't even wash. I, I
3: had to cook. I had to cook seven and a half pounds of beef the other day just because I went to Costco and I got almost eight pounds of beef. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing now. Beef and like hot, like extreme hot for long periods of time.
1: This is because John mentioned the liver king last episode. And now yeah. going all in. you're just going all raw meats. This is horrible. Well, whatever you do, you Chuck, are literally a fake vegetarian for a yeah. solid three years I, of the show. I
3: don't look, it's not for you. It's not for, this moral for reasons. me, guys, yeah, it's yeah, for this is for me. Yeah, this is for me. You know, and this is the you know, this is what I'm doing. So but I'm glad there's a, like an audible difference in Oh yeah, the ground voice. beef
1: is destroying your vocal cords. <laughs> <Yeah>. I I <laughs>
3: I just ate them. Yeah, it, it was pretty hot too, so that might have something to do with it. Joey, what
1: was your breakfast?
3: I is,
2: I had my classic, uh, my classic breakfast, which is a yellow Red Bull and a cigarette. <laughs> um. I should make more
1: fun of that and less fun of Chuck's thing. <laughs> Compared to Joey, oh. Chuck, you're doing great. That uh. was that
3: was my breakfast for a very long time, for a very long time, years and years. I yeah. love well, Red Bull. What makes the yellow Red Bull the, your favorite?
2: It's just it the, tastes the, the not like flavor? chemicals. Yeah,
3: it's a it, little less like, yeah, chemically.
2: Yeah, it tastes Pro- more like a soda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, less like an industrial solvent.
2: Yeah. That's I've what never, I get.
1: I've only had the regular Red Bull, I think. <clears throat> I've only had it like a couple times, you know, when they're throwing up, you know, the, the, when the Red Bull people are giving them away in the little Red yeah. Bull cars. And yeah. uh, it's like, oh, what's this, and it was shocking. It was like when I was a child and tried Coca Cola for the first time.
2: Yeah, Red Bull <laughs> tastes like if you took um, like a chemical and then also melted sweet tarts in it. Right. Yeah. No, um, yeah. yeah. I do like sweet. It's tarts, like what but... the
3: flavor of magnesium is, and also yeah. high fructose <laughs> corn syrup. I don't know what magnesium it's... tastes like, but it tastes like Red Bull. And is Five acid. Hour Energy yeah. still yes. around? Did Five
1: Hour Energy last in the energy wars
3: so yeah they i had think to, so yeah
2: yeah okay. you know
1: they're a staple but they've
3: expanded because that's what capitalism does yeah. so they make these like red bull sized
1: energy drinks and i was like the whole point of it was that it was quick and i didn't have yeah. to well, drink what they a lot. should do is they should you know like those old if you're watching like the maltese falcon or something and they're and they're right. serving a drink and everyone had those awesome like soda makers you know, like in like the thirties and forties when you, when you yeah, like yeah. make your own seltzer, That's
2: the, yeah. like the clowns would spray on each yeah. other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but you should have those little, like, like, like a Keurig should be the five hour energy thing. And then you should have your soda creator where then you, you just, I don't know, you aerosolize it or something. You turn sure. it into I once, a, a giant.
2: I once watched a hungover bartender at the Bubba drunk company. <laughs> take a 20 ounce glass. Uh, Pour a Red Bull in it, a five-hour energy, and then top it off with Mountain Dew and chug the entire thing.
1: I think that's what Lamar Odom did before. Uh, that's playing uh, NBA games. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, um, my breakfast was plain white
2: rice, just
1: leftover. You should
2: have borrowed some of Chuck's ground beef. I have really, so much ground it. beef,
3: dude.
1: Yeah. Man, I, whatever you want. I am so inept at fixing myself food and have, have backslid during my years of being married. Where like for a while there out of, out of necessity, I was starting to learn some things, but now mm-hmm. like my wife's an incredible cook and she's like, don't even do this. If I try to make something, she's like, no, this right. is horrible. Just, I will, this is awful. <laughs> um, so she does it. So she, she, she went out on, on Monday night and it was a trade off. Cause I was like, listen, I have, I have a big NBA night on Monday night. I'd be happy just to sit in front of the TV. If there's a little, a little tit for tat trade off, you want to go do something, go do something. So she goes out to dinner with some friends. So I'm just serving the kids, you know, and myself dinner. And it turns out there's very few things in the house that I know how to prepare. And, um, uh, I make White the rice kids, was one of them. I make the kids dino nuggets. I make yeah, myself, uh-huh. uh, I make myself, I'm like, I'll eat a couple of dino nuggets. Cause how bad could they be? Oh, They're okay. not
2: good. They're incredible. Um, what are no, you talking about? They were
1: really ho- horrific. I couldn't. No, you put you know. a little hot sauce on it. I did. No. A little Cholula. Then, but then I, I, then I'm just like, Fantastic. you know what? I'm just gonna like scramble some eggs and make a bunch of white rice, mix it all together, and so throw some of that like chili paste in there. It'll taste fine to me. And mm-hmm. so, so I ate that, but I, I didn't know the quantities, and I just made like, two cups of dry white rice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> like
2: Keith, so that's much white like- rice. That's like four cups of rice. (laughs) That's so much (laughs) rice now. So I had
1: some, I had some leftovers, and uh, it's a it's a Pack Tuesday, despite no NBA games. (laughs) For me, it's a Pack Tuesday, and I uh, well, I just eat some of this leftover white rice. Uh, I just ate it raw. Just had uh, nothing just a wire is sustenance man between it's the two meal. of us we got a we got a meal <laughs> we had
3: a whole
4: yeah. meal man <laughs> you just combine all the ingredients
1: we could vulture on this breakfast and we'd uh we'd, we'd be doing fine um, anyways those were our breakfasts after our breakfasts we moved to our breakfast in bed apologies this is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong in a previous episode it's frequently and it will be this episode the first time we talk about the NBA, which the show is supposed to be about. Uh, what things should we make right that we got wrong in a previous episode? Chuck, what what, what do you want to make amends for? So, I was going to apologize to
3: Dwayne Deadman, who's actually putting up, like, advanced stats that would make you think he doesn't suck.
2: Um, mm. My heart. But that's, like, his thing. That's what Dwayne right. Dedman always does. <laughs>
3: you look at his stats and you're like, wait, he's not, how is he not good? And then you watch him play and you're like, oh, he's not good, but it yeah. doesn't clear out, but I was going to apologize to him, but instead I'm going to apologize to John Burke because he's not here. Yeah. And I last Friday, we were supposed to have a little team meeting me, Keith mm-hmm. and Burke. Yeah. And I went into my sauna and I got all hot. Yeah. Time flew from me. And mm-hmm. so I, I told the boys, I was the at the gym. ground beef went to your head. I had too yeah. much ground beef. It was I was swimming in beef. So I, I tell Burr and Keith that I have, you know, I, I just got out of the shower. Let me get dressed we'll have our meeting. And I send a picture of me with a towel around my waist from the gym to let them know, hey, this is about to happen. Right. No. And
1: it know, was it was proof. Of, I mean, proof sometimes we need, we need proof of excuse. Right. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we call it a lot of times. Chuck's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not at the thing. I'm actually naked. And then he sends the photo. Yeah. Not that he doesn't have a bunch of these things saved. It's much like when John Burr's late for a thing. He's like, oh, I'm stuck <laughs> on the interstate. And he just on his phone. He just has so many saved, uh, just traffic jam, uh, traffic jam photos with no timestamps he uses. But uh, yeah, um, so go ahead, Chuck. So you sent you this send photo. I sent a picture. Yep.
3: And then I said, hey, I'll be there in five to seven minutes. Let me get changed. He yeah. texts me right back. We have to reschedule. Your picture caused John Burr to crash his car. Yeah, so. And he literally hit his neighbor in his minivan because of my picture, which I take no responsibility for, but
1: I do apologize for it. The, the incredible sequence a... of events that happened. Chuck, <laughs> I, so I, I like to tell the listener again. John and I were on a video call. Like, we were Facetime, And John was in his house. And then John's like, oh, I'm walking outside. I got to go into the garage or something. And then he, he switches over just an audio call. And then we're talking for like one minute. And he's like, oh, man, I got in a wreck. And I was like, you were inside your house like a minute ago. I didn't know you were driving. He said he got into a wreck with his neighbor. I don't know what, like, he has a shared driveway almost. But apparently Mm -hmm. he didn't get in a wreck with the share. I thought he ran into his neighbor's car that was parked in his driveway or something. Um, But apparently he got in another wreck somehow. He then sent proof of excuse, uh, which he knows he has to. He Mm -hmm. sent a, 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 a shot of his fender that was all scuffed up. Not that he doesn't have a lot of those already saved on his phone, because <laughs> it's not the first time he sent it. he sent a photo of of a tra- of a traffic incident where he's uh, banged up the car. But yeah, so I don't know I don't know what the order of events is or the level of blame that should be assigned, but I guess it is good you just went ahead and preemptively apologized there. Sorry, Burr. Um, Joe, you it's have all anything? Your fault. I mean, you're a guest. We, we don't necessarily force yeah. the, the guests um, to uh, guest hosts to apologize.
2: I, I'd like to apologize for anyone who listened to the season any of the season preview podcasts uh, we did <laughs> on Roundball Rock because every single prediction I made has been incorrect. <laughs> I said the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to win 55 games. <laughs> <laughs> What
1: everything is wrong. Lots of things everything. are upside down. Um what are the things? What are some of the bigger what are some of the bigger predictions slash question marks that you guys had coming into this year that you feel like now after a few weeks you've you've gotten an answer for? Like one of them, like Joey said, for me a big question was the Timberwolves. Like, how's mm-hmm. the Timberwolves thing going to work? And now Go Bears missed the last two games. So I don't know what we conclusions we take from that. But I was like, how is this gonna work? I wasn't that optimistic about it, but the, the answer for me is, oh, they're not going to be that great. Like, this is just yeah. not, they're, they're not going to be an elite team. They're not a 55-win yeah. team. Are they, I don't think they're necessarily better than they were last year. I don't know if they will get there, but that's, that's something I feel has been answered for me three weeks into the season. Like, oh, I've now seen this, and guess what? No, they messed up huge making yeah. that massive uh trade for Gobert. Are there what, what are some other things that you guys had questions going into the year that you feel like you you've at least gotten an answer for?
2: I feel like that's kind of the only one I got an answer for. The season's so weird. I still don't understand. I mean, I guess the Cavs one I think that's I, a, I huge sort of one. Had a question. Yeah, that they're good, but yeah, they're I awesome. kind of expected them to be good. Um but everything else, it's still like up in the air, like massively. Like, I don't know, the Hawks Are the Hawks any good? I uh,
1: so I that's that's what I, I have. <laughs> that, that that's actually one I wrote down. One of my big questions coming into the year is how are Trey Young and Dejounte Murray going to coexist? And for like fantasy basketball, I was like, is Trey going to eat into Dejounte Murray's stats? No. Like, they are yeah. coexisting, and they are doing great. They gave the Bucks their first loss of the season. Like, the Hawks look legit. That Trey, that Trey Young, DeJounte Murray thing looks pretty awesome. And so, like, that's another one. Maybe it is too early to draw But for me, I still don't
2: believe it because everything yeah. seems messed up. Like, the Spurs and Jazz are, like, awesome. That's well, the not Jazz gonna, have the
1: best record in the West. There's
2: no way that's going to day. I don't.
1: The, the Jazz have the top offense in the NBA, the best offensive mm-hmm. rating in the NBA. All of that, the Jazz offense seems sustainable to me. They just generate great three-point looks constantly. And but I that, just,
2: yeah. I've seen Laurie Markkinen have to play two weeks of good basketball and oh, then go back to, be Laurie, back to being Laurie Markkinen before. His,
1: his box plus minus isn't even good, by the way.
2: It, <laughs> like they're, they're he's not actually
1: doing anything that's like that remarkable out of the, I don't know, out of line with what he's done in his career. I do think the Jazz are somewhat consistent enough. Chuck, do you have anything that you were like, I want to see how this works? And then now after a few games or at least 10 well, games, you're like, oh, this is I'm how this is going. My whole uh, Philadelphia
3: 76ers take was like, let's see how all these, and now Harden's hurt. It took them a while to get melting into the starting lineup. I don't know what's going to keep, you know, what's going to go forward with them but I well, think i'm not buying that I one they until would...
2: they fire doc rivers anyway Yeah, that's very clearly <laughs> no. what's going to happen
1: i mean that that's what we talked about on previous episodes was i feel like two games into the sixers year i was like oh i hate watching this team this is yeah. this is garbage uh and i don't think they're going to be that good but i do feel like i got a, a, an unexpected christmas present with james harden being out for a month i mean i don't <laughs> want anyone to get injured but just being al- being allowed to watch Melton on a new team where it's like Tyrese Maxey, Melton, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid—that's cool. That's yeah. a- I I am enjoying these even if their offensive execution is horrific and they don't right. they don't do any they don't run anything. They just they mm-hmm. post up Tobias Harris from twenty feet. It's like their go to play for the last five minutes of games. Yeah. Um, I'll say Sorry. another one. By the way, listeners, yeah. I might
2: you might be able to hear this. I have a leaf blower outside my window for some reason.
1: I just edit it out Joey.
2: Okay, sorry.
1: It's fine. You need to send me a photo though for proof of excuse. Yeah, you gotta um, have. Yeah, we don't on Fast Make Breakfast. We don't. We, we don't take anyone's don't word just, for anything. No um, trust.
2: <laughs> at all.
1: Oh, did you just crank your volume up because the leaf blower no, just came in? No, real he's out. literally
2: right outside the window. <laughs> Listen,
1: we just have a healthy amount of skepticism, like Kyrie Irving. Okay, we're just we're just I, asking well, questions. I'm also strategically. We're just I'm, questions.
2: I'm also strategically muting and unmuting when <laughs> That's I'm not good. talking. <laughs>
1: um another another question i had coming into the year before i get to my apology what are the nets going to look like oh they're a trash can like they are garbage um
3: yeah they look, well, also they, they look better
1: what, without Kyrie. <laughs>
3: but yeah also what the coaching situation was going to do in boston apparently nothing either like that oh yeah yeah they've just plowed through without having to worry about that issue and now they're yeah. going to give their old coach to the Nets.
1: It's beautiful. Uh, apparently, apparently, David Stern rose from the grave and has barred mm-hmm. that move from happening. Um, <laughs> the ghost of David Stern. Uh, visited, I love that. I mean, honestly, Joey, I know on Roundball Rock, your podcast, you have done a few basketball-themed A Christmas Carol parodies.
2: We have, yeah. I
1: feel like you might need another <laughs> one where the ghost of David Stern, or maybe David Stern, past president and future, the ghost visits um, the Brooklyn Nets organization and just says, "Here's how I would deal with this." It's pretty uh, good. Here's how I, would, yeah. Kyrie. Here's how I would deal with this, uh, Josai. You seem to be you seem to be hiring Ime Udoka. Here's here's why we're not going to do this. Uh, <laughs> um, my apology. I. I mentioned that Romeo Langford was not in the NBA, <laughs>
4: <laughs> and
1: I found out that Romeo Langford, in fact, was in the NBA. Uh-huh. Not like mm-hmm. five minutes after we got done recording, well before posting the episode, um, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just delete this. And I'm like, no, I'll I'll own it. I don't have to be omniscient. I don't have Sorry. to know everything. Um, right after we got done recording, I saw something on Twitter where like Zach Collins was talking about like, oh yeah, we said. We just had some film work and we were going over the best 10 defensive plays and Romeo Lankford made seven of them. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm looking at the stats and I'm like, Romeo Langford played like 30 minutes in a game against the Timberwolves. I, for whatever reason, it, I completely missed the fact that he was part of the Derek white trade and he's been on the Spurs for a year Yeah, and he's actually been playing like good minutes. Yeah, for he him. plays
2: kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He plays kind of a lot. So like that was a huge <laughs> error, a huge
1: error for me. I apologize for getting that wrong. I apologize for my ignorance. I apologize to Spurs fans for not watching your team closely. <laughs> a big miss by me. Um, and for that, I hope you will forgive me. Anyway, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs best things, give you a word from our sponsor, the Memphis Grizzlies. Guarantee your Grizz and get the season's biggest games, best giveaways, and best seats at a great price with 2022-2023 season tickets, half-season plans, and 10-game packs. Lock in your tickets to see Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your all-time favorite Grizzlies make big-time noise. Get your tickets now. Call 901-888-HOOP or click grizzlies.com. Also, go to Grizzlies watch parties, especially those of you in the Nashville area. We will be hosting a Grizzlies watch party on Friday night, November 11th, as Kyle Anderson and the underwhelming Minnesota Timberwolves play at the FedEx Forum. That game is at 8.30 p.m. Joey will not make it. Um, (laughs) He's not quite close enough. But uh, John Chuck and myself will be at Noble's Beer Hall, 8.30 p.m. on Friday night, giving away Grizzlies prizes. Come hang out those of you in the middle Tennessee area for a Grizzlies watch party this Friday, November 11th at 8 30 PM.
2: Look, they won't be underwhelming when they trade Carl Anthony towns for Kevin Durant. Hey, <laughs> now. <laughs>
1: All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing. What is the best thing you saw in the last week? Joey, what's your uh, what's your steak and eggs?
2: Well, mine is actually a combination of best thing and worst thing, because uh, as uh, your listeners might know, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. And uh, last. Yeah, fair enough. Last (laughs) night. Uh, Steph Curry had a game that had never before happened in NBA history. He had forty-seven, eight and eight with zero turnovers, uh, and it was that was great. It was amazing. He also had eighty-six percent true shooting to do it. Uh, but the problem is, is the Warriors are so bad, he had to do that to beat the Kings by four points.
1: <laughs> Sometimes just turning that, turning that steamer ship around turning that cargo <laughs> ship around when you have that momentum of that losing streak uh-huh. it takes a herculean effort like Steph, yeah. to uh to uh change the direction of the ship and he did it mm-hmm. also it takes a uh a pretty blatant missed foul call on the final play yeah, yeah. where <laughs> kevin herder god clearly fouled by clay thompson now in the official's defense and in maybe clay thompson's benefit did Clay Thompson know that the closest official probably couldn't see whatever mm-hmm. he did from that angle with Herter's body in the way? Um, but that actually leads right into my best thing, which is the absolute disastrous death spiral of the last two minute reports
4: mm-hmm. in uh, this last week. The
1: last two minute report, which comes out later today, will say that Clay Thompson fouled Kevin Herter and he mm-hmm. deserved three free throws to attempt to tie the game. Not to say he would have made all three free throws. Uh, Earlier on Monday night, Kevin Durant got fouled on a Mm three-pointer. Down by three in the final seconds. Had a chance to tie it against the Mavericks. Kevin Durant had made 62 consecutive free throws. Mm -hmm. And he missed the second one. And then missed the third one on purpose. So Kevin Durant made 62 straight. Then missed two straight. But we had this blown last two-minute call. Chuck, I believe you're well aware with the Kings also being <laughs> yeah. uh, damaged by a last two-minute report where Tylo Hero hit a game winner where he traveled blatantly, Shuffled. Mm-hmm. Sh- plainly, Shuffle. obviously, in real time, uh, mm-hmm. traveled. And the Kings got the report. Oh, yeah, yeah, we missed that call. And then, which might be the apex of the last two-minute report, in a Trailblazers-Suns game, They missed three calls in the final two minutes. One, they called Mikhail Bridges for traveling. He did not travel. And then they they did not call Jeremy Grant for traveling on his buzzer Mm -hmm. beater when he, in fact, did travel. So we've now hit the point where game-ending buzzer beating plays, we've had essentially three in a span of a few days
4: Mm -hmm.
1: where they got it wrong, where it directly... Impacted the result of the basketball I'd game they on the made final no thing.
4: I uh, the last play,
1: we've—I think we've been through this a lot. Where I prefer art over science. Mm-hmm. I agree that, without question, Clay Thompson committed a foul by the rule book. Yes, I can live with that.
2: But also, look, I'm going to sound like a Warriors Homer here, but I don't—I don't mean it that way. Like. If you watch the Kevin Herter shot, Kevin Herter also swings his legs into No, I didn't do that one. Clay Thompson trying to get a (laughs) foul call. And trying to get a foul call on a three point heave at the end of the game is just it does not look my defense of the
1: referee would be if you're at floor (laughs) level, it does not look like a foul. Yeah. From from the sideline. From the TV camera, from the normal broadcast angle, it does not look like a foul. When you see the baseline camera where yeah. you can see them side by side, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Clay Thompson's arm is not straight up in the least. He has his yeah. hand on his back. That is a foul. But I prefer to err on the side of no calls. Exactly. Error err on the side of no calls. It is especially painful
2: when mm-hmm. you have buzzer beaters go in. Look, I feel bad for the Kings, for
1: I feel sure. bad for the Kings, especially yeah. like, for the hero <laughs> shot. I feel bad for the Suns on the Jer- the Jeremy Grant shot. Yeah. I mean, and the Josh Hart shot. The Josh Hart apparently, yeah. as far well I know, it was legal. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, the Blazers had two, two, two buzzer beaters in a span of three games, like they never. The like the, the Bulls, Hero, DeMar DeRozan did that last year, right? But it's a very yeah, rare event.
3: The Tyler Hero non-call was just to make up for that Max Truce nonsense in the playoffs last year.
1: He hovered over
3: the end line. It did not. He did uh, not go out of bounds. I still, have, all, no
1: one, no one has ever shown me. I need proof that that he did it. It looks like he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, But he never... A near near Sean Elliott. But
2: also, are you sure you want to cash that chip in to beat the Kings in the first month of the season?
3: (laughs) That's how ones we need to get. I'll take any one right now,
1: because we're losing to everybody. I mean, if, if the replays conclusively prove that... If this travel had been called, the game would be over, and this one team won. Is it just a slippery slope that we can't go back and make the change? Like there's nothing to replay. Right. Like there's nothing to replay on the Jeremy Grant. I guess. Sorry, right, the Suns now have to inbounds the ball.
2: With yeah, uh, you can't start taking wins and losses away from teams retroactively, Keith. Who like
3: it has to be in game.
2: Yeah, what are you like? Uh, th- that's like some minority report. Philip K. So Dick stuff. Like <laughs> if we're not doing it,
1: then why are we writing the reports
2: up? Exactly. That's, that, that's, 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 that's where it goes thing. to. What is the point of the report? What is the point of the report? If It conclusively <laughs> shows if this
1: call was not made at the buzzer. Like that's the reason we added replay. That's the reason uh-huh. we added the replay for the buzzer beaters going in. Cause you had that Reggie Miller three pointer in the playoffs that was released after the buzzer. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, this one thing we can look and immediately make a ruling, and thus it affects the end of the game. But now, of course, it's just gone on and on. Mm-hmm. That's a full bad for, I mean, Kings fans are already convinced the league is against them. Like, where's Ralph Nader to step in and <laughs> uh, and bring the lawsuit uh, against this these last two-minute reports and award the Kings two victories that they deserve? No, uh, the last two-minute reports in his death spiral, it's uh, it's useless. useless. Um, Chuck, what's your what's your best thing? Uh, my best thing is Dwayne
3: Wade. Uh, I'm not usually for. Is it 2007? Scenes. It's not 2007. It's, <laughs> so is he Dwayne still working Wade, for
1: the Jazz? What's he
3: doing? <laughs> he's an under. He's an undercover agent. Um, I don't know what he's doing, but he's there. Uh, anyway, he's taking a stand, fighting his ex-wife on the internet about uh his daughter's identification and changing her name to match her uh, identity. I think he's he went to to the mat against his ex wife, which I having an, an ex wife. Um, whenever somebody beats one on the internet, not physically, wait. Yeah,
2: well, well I, thanks for clearing that yeah. up. To um, yeah. <laughs> whenever somebody
3: bests their ex on the internet, I always applaud. And um, yeah, so Dwayne Wade took uh, you know uh, took her position, put it through the ringer, and made uh, made himself a an ally to the LGBTQI plus community and something I think needs to happen more with NBA players.
1: Well, good for good for uh, Dwayne Wade making a stand there. Never know how to transition from uh sincere segments. I'm very sincere. Good on so, you, Wade.
2: Well, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that the cube was his ex-wife. Um, that was that that glass cube, uh, uh, game show he hosted. Uh, but yeah,
1: I Googled the name of his ex-wife and I've never seen that name before in my life. So there we are. Uh, anyway, those were our best things. The opposite of our best thing is our cream of wheat. Worst thing. What's the worst thing you saw in the last week, Chuck? What is, uh, what's your worst thing? So my
3: worst of the week, uh, Donovan Mitchell is too damn good. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh he was incredible in Utah. You know, yeah. he shot the lights out. He was insane. But now he's also like passing the ball and playing mm-hmm. defense. Are you kidding me? This isn't fair. This isn't what uh I said the Cavs trade was a bad one for the Cavs for a reason that I can't explain right now. But yeah, am I it might have to do amazing. with Lori, Lori, Lori I don't know. Who knows? But I know that that the worst thing for my my team, the yeah. Miami Heat team. Is a, a powerhouse for the next ten years feels like, or five years at least in Cleveland, and Donovan's doing the damn thing. So, yeah. uh, shout out to him. But also, that sucks.
1: The uh, yeah, the Cavs they did finally lose. They lost to a Clippers team which woke up finally this year. It turns out Norm Powell and Reggie Jackson are not the worst two players in the NBA, which they had played like they mm-hmm. literally, by the way, had the worst two-man net rating of the entire NBA out of like 458 players who played 100 minutes together. Norm Powell and Reggie Jackson were the worst two in net rating. But they played well uh, to basically win a close game against the Cavaliers, who finally lost. Um, They look absolutely astounding. The price for Donovan Mitchell, which is going to be a bunch of picks that are like 28th, 29th, or 30th in the draft. (laughs) The price they paid compared to what the Timberwolves paid for Gobert, going back to that again, like why didn't the Timberwolves trade for Donovan Mitchell? Like they were so, you know, you know why they didn't because they were so upset about how many offensive rebounds Brandon Clark got in the playoffs.
4: <laughs> they literally
1: cited, Hey, we're not going to lose. We're not going to be crushed on the offensive glass now. Uh, in, in postseason matchups, it's like maybe aim higher than defeating Brandon Clark. When you trade <laughs> five first round picks and, a and, a Walker Kessler for a guy. No. Yeah. The Cavaliers are really, really good. Donovan Mitchell playing good defense, passing the ball. Also my guy, Karis LeVert, who I has been a punching bag for me. Just don't not a fan. He's just passing the ball. He's playing good defense. Like they look, they look super tough. Uh, Joey, what's your, what's your worst thing?
2: Uh, my worst thing is, uh, I, again, I hate to pick another golden state warriors one, but, uh, it's, uh, them outsmarting themselves and ruining, uh, Possibly ruining what uh, like the greatness that is like Steph Curry's final years of his prime here by deciding they need to play James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga. And even on top of that, look, (laughs) Kaminga is fine. He's not great. But like. So last night, Steve Kerr was like, we're going to change the rotation. We're going small. And everyone was like, ooh, no Wiseman. We're going to get some Kaminga. And then he played Anthony Lamb like 25 (laughs) minutes. And Anthony Lamb is a two-way guy who's also a scumbag who shouldn't even be on the team. He shouldn't be (laughs) in the league. Uh, Don't sign uh, guys who uh, maybe have uh, several credible sexual assault uh, accusations (laughs) against them to two-way contracts and then play them over jonathan kaminga <laughs> what
1: what's your so what's your concern level joey like what's your the warriors are four and seven mm-hmm. Did they lose they lost five straight or six straight
2: it was five straight
1: they yeah. lost five straight they almost lost yeah. six straight
2: yeah um, they almost lost six the warriors <laughs> are
1: four and seven what's mm-hmm. our uh, what's our panic meter?
2: what's our? Um, a, i mean i'm still it's not what's that our, we, need to, high. we need
1: to do this uh, we need to do this on scale of fried egg doneness um okay. probably or something <laughs> should be should, should uh over easy what's is? uh how, wh- which way should the scale go chuck what's the most <laughs> panic when it comes to your fried egg doneness is it uh i well i'm panicking right when it starts to harden OK, so Harden.
3: All right. So, yeah, yeah right there, because I, I don't want a hard. I don't want a hard. Yeah. Yolk. yeah. So runny yolk is the best. And then we'll. Uh, but you we'll, got it. We'll, it
1: overcooked is. Uh, yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. For me, it's better under than over. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you're going to, you know, wait. So what's wait your t- guess, what Joey? Four like, out of
2: seven. I'm at like an over medium. An over medium, okay. Um yeah, because so a bit here's yeah. here's the thing, like their starting 5 is still the best 5 man lineup in basketball by all the uh, metrics. Uh the problem has been the bench uh gives up double the points that the starting <laughs> 5 can score. Um and part of that problem has been Jordan Poole has been atrocious this year. I wonder um, why. I mean,
3: (laughs) maybe he's afraid to go to work.
2: Yeah. Maybe, Uh, maybe he's not
3: feeling
1: safe and cared for at his place of employment,
2: but also they were pairing him with a man who has played 10 basketball games in five years and he's 21 years old. (laughs) And, uh, only like, uh, only a few of those games were in the NBA and they were terrible then too. Um, Um, But I think they're okay for the playoffs, but it's we might be looking at a play in team here again. We might be repeating that Kelly Oubre. Uh, lose. Well, to the if, you, if you lose <laughs> in the play,
1: if you lose in the play in again, you can still say we've never lost a playoff series when we have uh, Clay Steph, and Draymond, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the
2: other thing. Clay has not been good. <laughs> uh, either. Chuck, what's
1: your what's your what's your what's your fried egg uh, concern level for your team, the Miami Heat, who are also four and seven? Probably, probably pretty hard, right? That's pretty yeah, hard. Yulks.
3: I mean, we lose a lot of close games, but we also don't blow teams out. So that makes me feel uneasy. Like if we were, if, if we were eggs over uneasy,
1: eggs (laughs) over uneasy, that's where (laughs) I'm at.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm not panicked, I'm not panicked, but it's also like the signs are pointing to them needing some sort of big man, and they were going to count on Omer Yurtsevin. To play big minutes, he hasn't played well, a minute a yet. This year. That's a rough
1: sentence there. Well, I
3: yeah. mean, <laughs> last year, last year in Soaking Spurs, was up some incredible. minutes, sure. Yeah, he's a you know he's a guy who he wasn't grew, incredible. He was getting like fifteen, 15 incredible for a tenth man for yeah. a tenth man <laughs> no. um, for a guy who shouldn't be playing. So yeah,
2: the- I mean, granted, I would trade James Wiseman for Omer, Year seven in, in a hot second, so <laughs> I should stop. But like, should also, stop Victor
3: Oladipo was supposed to be like the man coming off the bench, and he hasn't played yet this year. So I don't know if the team's depth is a question, and when yeah. two of your bench players aren't available for all the year, then you're going to have some problems like the heater having I feel. So, so i'm not panicking but okay. you get to 20 games and we we're like thir- only one five to seven games yeah. then i'm going to be like all right we got to trade somebody so well, I, I mean,
1: after after eleven games, you're you're tied with the Nets and only a game behind the Sixers, and if you take that but, just that sentence out of context before the right. year, you you would have taken it. But yeah, you know, and four and, seven, and the East is good.
3: incredible, and it's not easy to win a bunch of games, it's especially not when you're playing teams. You're playing teams back to back, which I think is. I don't remember this many. Well, that's the, because
1: the the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Heat get the most of these two game sets because they're right. the. Extreme ends of geography, Distance. apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, right. So th- those are y'all's specific teams. What about like, I mean, the Lakers? They're a full blown over hard. Uh, well, they should take the egg and throw two it and in eight. the garbage. Yeah, throw that. I mean, they should way.
2: trade Anthony Davis, right? It's like uh, I mean, only I way just recorded a
1: Grizzlies podcast talking about trading for Anthony Davis. The uh,
3: frying pan uh, is on fire. Frying pan is on fire. That's what's going on with the Lakers. But
1: it's fun. what about? What what about some middling teams? My enthusiasm for the for the Pelicans has has waned a little bit. I feel like I've been on this journey before. They looked amazing to start the year, Zionism games, and now I'm seeing Miles Turner thoroughly outplaying Zion Williamson in a basketball game. <laughs> Miles Turner going off for 37 points. My Pacers are 5 and 5, just like I told you guys they would be. <laughs> Like are are we are we just is, is the, the the yolk still running for 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 the pelicans? They're, I, yeah, they're enough they to get together,
2: I, people always do this every year with one young team, right? Where they like project. It's like the the Hawks are a great example, right? The Hawks made the Eastern Conference Finals, and then as a young team, and then kind of took a step back. Like in our minds, like progression for young teams is always linear, right? Yeah. Where we're like, oh, that young guy's gonna get better. And it doesn't always work that way. Like a lot of times then they have like the league figures them out and they have six months where it's rough and then they figure it out again and then they get slightly better. Right. Like I always am wary to project. On a young team or a young player like this guy's just going to be better, like immediately. It just just doesn't work that way.
1: Teams are probably currently game planning for Kaminga and Wiseman, and that's why. Oh well, I mean, no, that's they're never taking away happen. their their go to. You, um, you know how much tape is out there on Omar Yurtseven? There's like <laughs> people are scared. They're scared of him. That's amazing. Um, I'll do I'll do my worst thing. My worst thing was actually, um on on Monday night when we had every team play, and mm-hmm. they they staggered the starts every fifteen minutes, and I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I failed. I feel like I fumbled the bag of this like thing that was given to me and it just it blew past me. There were games that happened I didn't even were going on. Like like I was on the nba.com page and like I, I didn't scroll over far enough and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know this game was going." Like the mm-hmm. the Spurs were losing to somebody and I didn't I missed it totally. I feel like this yeah, was a like you were like an
2: a- NFL t- fan that forgot there was a London game. I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. was. Um
1: no, it's like this feels like a once in a lifetime thing. Maybe they'll do it again next year on the, the Monday before an elections, uh, if we have elections I- anymore after this one. Um, <laughs> but the uh, I felt like they gave me this this gift of we're gonna stagger these games so you can you can soak as much in. I felt like my strategy was wrong. I feel like I, I was flipping channels too much. I needed more stasis. Just leave screens untouched. I can turn my gaze from side to side. I'm just worried I missed a beautiful opportunity and, and it'll never happen for me again.
2: I mean Keith, that's you're 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 fine. They're gonna they're gonna play. They're gonna try it again. I don't. Know if this are going to happen every election.
1: This was once. Yeah. This was this for like a, a once in a well, at least this once this I'm year. I'm telling you, this they're is going to happen again this year. Yeah,
2: this yeah this season out. I have to go out, all the but... way
1: around the sun one more time before I get mm-hmm. to try it again. What if I screw it up that time too? I'm just saying, I need this more. I need I need practice at it. <laughs> I need I need to get a routine of how to soak up as many of these games as possible.
2: Keith, this is like an obsession only you have. Like, I'm I, floored I, uh, by thank you. this.
3: <laughs> this is like This is like John Burr Not being able to get a stain on his pants It's but like
2: m- No it's you like can't be, You can't be like a weird uh, Record The st- record collecting hoarder About NBA games You just can't <laughs> watch game, It would, It
1: would be It would be like If You were like You got I don't know Like a, a shopping spree Where they're like Hey man mm-hmm. You can Anything you put in your cart for one minute Mm -hmm. you can keep it (laughs) yeah and you're like this sounds like the most fun ever (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then you get done you're like ah i I, I grabbed this one vizio tv and it kind of filled up my whole shopping cart and then i couldn't (laughs) find the next thing i wanted and like i got a tv that was cool but like i really thought it was gonna be the best thing ever i feel like you felt more like if you're just going to like a, a buffet taking the kids to a buffet just eat all the desserts you want and then you're like you know what i filled up on the wrong thing and I, I really. Well, that happens at
2: every buffet I've ever. Yeah.
1: to. But in a buffet, you're like, man, I could do this again. At but Mongolian what if you traveled? Beef. What if you traveled? Like, if you flew somewhere special and they had some kind of weird seafood buffet, and you're like, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna do this like as a once in a lifetime moment. And you're like, well, I, I, I kind of fumbled. I, I ate rolls. I filled up on rolls. I couldn't <laughs> even enjoy all the d- delicacies. That Caesar salad <laughs> sitting heavy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I just, I just picked one game yesterday. Uh, it it <laughs> caused me anxiety to one think about chuck. fifteen. That's like let me just watch this Heat game. It yeah. turned out to be a great game, bad outcome, but it was a fantastic game. Probably one of the. the I mean, were there any other buzzer beaters last night?
1: There was um,
3: well, walk offs.
2: I mean, if the uh, the refs had called the foul on Kevin Herter, yeah, Kevin we Herb probably would have had that. some yeah. game tying free throws in overtime. Um, yeah.
3: But yeah, yeah. It good. It's, I think they should keep doing this and leave more days off.
1: I mean, That's is there great. a reason we can't stagger them more? Just, I mean, I like. I, this. I guess it's for the fans and the, the not knowing. When I do wonder show up. what it. But does it's also to...
2: like it. There's no way it helps the league to have all 15 games on it. But well, no, I'm not saying night.
1: you. You, if you have a six game night, what if you still stagger the starts? But I know that, like, yeah, I yeah. Know with Grizzlies, if the Grizzlies start a game at 6:30, which they do like five times this mm-hmm. year no one shows up cuz no one knows to show up. Yeah. Right. For whatever reason you can't if you're like oh the is play today? It's like all right cool 7. And you know, if it's if it ever changes things get real messed up. Anyways, uh, those were our worst things before we move to the awards segment of the program. We have a couple listener submitted questions. The croissant questioner. Any questions?
3: Yes, are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Uh, Love Kebab69 asks What's Kyrie's over underline on how many of the net six labors of Irving he'll complete before he decides he's done and is let go slash traded?
1: That's a great question. So, Kyrie Irving, um, he made some choices in the past. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the past couple weeks, he cost himself a Nike contract. He cost himself uh, playing some basketball games. But he eventually did apologize, and the Nets say he has to do these six. These are these are the six uh, labors he has to perform. Mm-hmm. He has to apologize, condemn the movie he has to he give half a million dollars uh has he condemned the movie joey cuz he said there's some things he agrees with i believe in the movie mm. i'm not again this is not my yeah. this is not my battle i i'm going to
2: bet that instagram post counts for that one i'm just going to
1: okay he did apologize yeah. but again he still said i don't know anyways uh the the donation sure he will do that i guess
2: yeah he he
1: uh, look the thing that,
2: the thing i will give credit to kyrie for outside I mean all of this is terrible but of a lot of the nba players Kyrie actually gives out like a significant amount of money to charities yes, he does. like he over does. He does. everyone yeah um he definitely puts his money where his unmasked mouth is um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he he has to do sensitivity training he has to do anti-semitic training he has mm-hmm. to meet with the Anti-Defamation League, comma, Jewish leaders. Uh, this is from mm-hmm. Shamshirania with the list. And meet with Josiah to demonstrate understanding. Now,
2: he won't reply to Josiah's texts already. No, he won't that, do that. one, I think, is the stumbling block. I think he'd do every single one of these except for maybe meet with Josiah.
1: I'm still, depending on what condemn the movie means, that I, I, I'm not totally sure. I will say it's very strange. I mean, where I sympathize with Kyrie Irving is it's very strange for an employer to demand you like r- write down, I guess, and and and, mm-hmm. and clarify your beliefs. Yeah. So I am a little bit sympathetic. I'm also sympathetic with Kyrie if he believes in the Alex Jones. Um, I don't believe. I'm not sympathetic. He believes in the Alex Jones conspiracy theories about a new world order. But do you think going into Adam Silver's Penthouse and yeah. meeting with him in a Manhattan skyscraper and Adam Silver's gonna be like there is no um, new world order controlling the world. Yeah uh, mm-hmm. as you can tell by the fine furnishings around me. While he with, like <laughs> twirls his people.
2: Freemason ring. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Yeah.
1: Um the Freemasons did not put this uh statue in the corner yeah. <laughs> of, of my office. Um uh, it's a that, weird spot, but I think Kyrie's uh, gonna do most of them, right?
3: I think he'll do I think he'll do them all because He's, you know, I think he wants to play basketball, even though he's never really played basketball since he came into the league. But I, I, I think what? these are all just I mean, he he misses a bunch of games. Like sure, he's always yeah, not yeah. playing. And sometimes it's because is he's, he's injured. I thought sometimes that was a
2: commentary on his game. I thought Chuck. No, no, was, no. Oh, too much dribbling. He travels no, no, every he time. Just, that's not basketball. No, no. He just doesn't,
3: he just doesn't suit up often, you know. Yeah. And that's that's takes some things. time off every now and then. Yeah. Right. And like I think, you know, the consequences of being a goof, like our yeah. life comes at you. You know, mm-hmm. Myers Leonard didn't get this much. You know, deference. He was pretty much let go. Yeah. And it, it it is very in the same wheelhouse. So Kyrie should be thankful that there isn't a full he isn't getting fully Kanye. He's only taken a, a, considering only taking a, a, a slap on the wrist. He is. He's still on the team. He's still yeah. in the league.
1: There were definite you know? moments where when they finally announced they were suspending him when like, cause he, he was given the third straight press conference where they was they were just like, Oh my God. Like, it like was just, awful. just, just press the, I'm sorry button in, mm-hmm. in as a society. That's all we require of you. And right. he's like, I was like, I won't do it. Or I'm like, Oh, he's not gonna play basketball again. Just cause for whatever reason, right. he can't apologize and say like this. I mean, film, he
2: still might not let's he still be honest. Might not. It's like, true. Cause like whatever happens at the principal's office today is really, anything is up in the air
3: right yeah
2: like it he could come out of that like cuz right now when he when they suspended him and he immediately released the apology like at 11:30 at night like 3 hours after they suspended him it was like okay he's he's ready to like do what they tell him to but now that they're making him meet with Adam Silver like as an obstinate man yeah my- it's very possible he goes the other way now. Well, like it's
1: it's similar to the um, you make the plea agreement, and you write it all down. You're like, all right, I agree to this. And then when the judge is like, all right, I need to hear you say it, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he's like, and then it, the we could just do a fictional character. Then salt Goodman's like, no, I didn't actually, uh, I actually did all these things. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the right thing right now, uh, to, t- to get out of this. Um, what's the, what's our, that's the most Kyrie attention we've ever given. What's, what's the, uh, what's the next question here? Feeling Minnesota asks D'Angelo Russell has been
3: ruining my life for several years
4: uh-huh.
3: while doing so, while doing so <laughs> his Minnesota Timberwolves world's highlights could be pretty amazing. Cool passes, getting hero ball buckets, crunch time shots. Signature celebration included. Who is the absolute worst player with great career highlights you could bamboozle a novice fan into believing in is, is an all-time great?
2: Oh, this is obvious. This is the easiest answer ever. It's Jr. Smith. Jr. Oh, Smith yeah. has the best highlight reel of, like, he's got a better highlight reel than LeBron, probably. Yeah, I like, will.
1: Well, it's, not, it's like a carried away, Joey
2: um <laughs> no like do you remember that dunk from like the free throw line on manu ginobili yeah like i was gonna J.R. one up here i
1: think your jerry smith answer is fantastic i was gonna one up you with gerald green
2: gerald green also a great highlight the, reel. the combination
1: yeah. of dunks and three-pointers and then you're like no, yeah. oh, that guy barely played yeah i <laughs> was barely in the league but like <laughs> uh Russell russell's a weird one where like he's an actual all, like he made the all-star game yeah, right. Like he's an actual all-star, but I've always, yeah, I've always been kind of like the, he's he's bad, but I don't know how to say yeah. he's bad, despite the fact that he does awesome things a lot. Um. You know, I think J.R. Smith, the fact that he became a role player and I think mm-hmm. was a, uh, a contributing role player, whether or not that would have worked outside of the orbit of LeBron, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good one. There's a lot of highlight guys like that. Derek Jones Jr. Well, if we're just East. talking spectacular highlight plays, yeah. Right. I feel like we yeah. got to put some kind on of a cutoff for, like, a guy who, I don't know if it's made the All-Star game. Like, who's the worst All-Star? I mean, isn't, like, wasn't, like, world be free back in the day just terrible, but he scored 30 points a game? <laughs> I don't know if I'm just I absorbing that, that. Uh, from, like... Well,
2: I mean, another guy, one of my favorite guys ever who, like, literally ruined... Uh, got Stan Van Gundy fired, basically. Or, I mean, I guess he got himself fired by Stan Van Gundy. Is uh, Josh Smith probably real high on this list. Oh, man,
1: Burr is just devastated. He can't talk about how much he hated Josh Smith. (laughs) I love Josh Smith.
2: I love Josh Smith. (laughs) I mean, Josh Smith was fun,
1: but if he's on your team, where John used to be a Hawks fan, uh, and he quit because of Josh Smith. I'm trying to think Uh, of other guys who scored a bunch who you could probably argue like that guy was bad.
2: Montelis. 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 Gilbert That's Arenas? That's I mean, a pretty good- No,
1: Gilbert G- Arenas was Gil- actually, was actually good. good. Yeah, he was yeah. amazing before he got hurt. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Stephen Marbury definitely was not well, actually good for a while.
2: And he's still kind of- Well, there's a, a guy who was- The problem here is he has bad highlights because he was unwatchable. But there is a guy- <laughs> Who scored like thousands of points uh and no one liked watching him and he was bad. And his name was Corey McGetty. But yeah. the problem is oh, wow. those yeah. highlights are bad because all he did was just get fouled. He was like proto-James <laughs> Harden, but also Corey bad. a pretty solid one that fits <laughs> the, <I> think,
1: <laughs> the specifics of his question. Because like he had he had some big statistical years and like physically very impressive looking very mm-hmm. athletic and could score could make jumpers could make dunks, could get blocks and steals but might have been actually kind of bad so i i i <laughs> was I, 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 I do like that one the the Russell <sighs> one is just tough man that's just a it's a tough spot to be in i feel like as a sports fan
2: but like, i wait, mean another you, guy what do you do with that another guy look i'm just picking Guys who were on the Don Nelson Warriors now, but because they had a lot of these guys, uh, David Lee, he was one of these guys. Oh, yeah, Antoine Jameson, yeah, uh, Antoine Jameson. I don't here's know how to here. judge his career yeah, because he wasn't good. I but thought he was good. He, he did score 50 points in back-to-back games and yeah, the Warriors fans lived on that for five years. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jameson
1: was pretty solid, but if you made the argument, if you had like a Wizards fan who presented me the it's all empty stats and here's why I would be like, yeah. you're probably right. I don't, I don't have enough expertise um, to rebuff that. Uh, Thanks for the questions, guys. If you want your question answered on air or as part of our monthly Zoom hangout, you have to be a Patreon supporter. Do that at patreon.com slash Actually, I got, I got also, another.
2: I was going to say Anthony Randolph, but he was actually too good he was too for good. this question. His yeah. highlights are so He's, amazing. Yeah. No,
1: actually, here's a, here's another question from uh, from me. Um, the Colts in the NFL mm-hmm. fired their coach. Yeah. They also, the owner maybe benched their quarterback to to play an uh, uh, unproven Quarterback. Then they fired their mm-hmm. coach, and then they hired a replacement for a former player with no coaching experience at any level.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's our What's our NBA equivalent of that?
2: It was Steve Nash. That's Steve Nash. It, we Nash. did that already. Yeah. We did this already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to
1: think of the exact like. All right, what if Genie Buss was like Russell Westbrook? Can't play anymore. Uh, all his minutes go to Scottie Pippen Jr. He's going to start for the rest of the year, <laughs> even though he's unproven. And Darvin hammond would be like, hey, it's kind of weird to say we're going to play Scottie Pippen Jr. every single game as the starter when we don't know if he's any good at the NBA level. And they're like, all right, you're fired. Um, <laughs> who will we replace you with? And in that specific circumstance, who would Jeannie Buss replace him with? It'd be a, a, a player
2: will be a former a Lakers, Laker. a former yeah, it, Lakers it, player
1: with no coaching uh-huh. experience, and they would just say it no would coach.
2: be Kobe, but Kobe's not alive. Um, um, yeah, sh- they kind of did this. What they did this already though, like, like Kurt Rambis? No, yeah. no. Oh, like they basically kept just giving Magic Johnson jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that Magic Johnson coach that yeah. he's never had before. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the
1: uh, comparison from NFL to NBA is. The NBA does this constantly.
2: Uh-huh, yeah. Constantly. Uh, <laughs> right.
1: They're just like, yeah, hey, man, come coach our team. All right, done. Yeah,
2: Magic Johnson mm-hmm. coached the Lakers for 16 coach- games <laughs> yeah. and then resigned yeah. in 1993. <laughs> Good stuff.
1: Um. Anyways, if you want to support our program, get involved with the Pickle Pick'em, get involved with our Slack channel, which talks about basketball and whatever else around the clock, and get your questions answered as part of a croissant questionnaire. Do it at patreon.com slash breakfast. All right, it's now time for the awards segment of the program. This is the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award given each week to the worst performance in a box score. This week we have uh, a few honorable mentions. Derek Rose and Jabari Smith were 1 for 10. D'Angelo Russell, who is outwardly bad, is 3 for 15. Um, (laughs) Our three nominees, as they occurred chronologically through the last week, P.J. Washington in a loss to my Memphis Grizzlies, was two for 15 from the field. Eesh. He had 10 points, four rebounds, no assists, no steals. One block, two turnovers, one personal foul. Dennis Smith Jr. Um, the carriage might have turned back into the pumpkin. I hope um, not. I'm, Dennis I, Smith that Jr. was
2: my favorite story of the year has, so far. <laughs> We've
1: talked about him on every episode of season nine. <laughs> I think it might be crashing and burning. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, had a one for 11. Game, three points, ten assists, five rebounds, three blocks. That's pretty cool. One turnover, two personal fouls. I mean, ten assists, five rebounds, three blocks. It's kind of cool. Uh, and then Alex Caruso, mm-hmm. he also had a one eleven, a one for eleven, yeah. with four points. But 11 assists, 11 rebounds, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Wait a minute. That box score is incredible.
2: That's a good game. That's, that's the that's best a good box game. score I've ever yeah. seen.
1: <laughs> One for 11, 11 assists, 11 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. <laughs> He's out. We got to get a replacement. That's that's the best yeah, thing I've ever seen in good. my life.
2: That guy's good. Uh, that's just a good player. That's a good player
1: doing his good job. Um, yeah. uh, Alice Caruso has been amnestied uh, off the list. We're moving in Brandon Ingram of the slightly... Um, Mediocre Pelicans. I'm disappointed in the Pelicans last week. It's, it's all I think about. Um, Brandon Ingram in a loss was 7 for 23. He gave us some of that eye shop volume.
2: That's a lot of shots.
1: That's a lot of missed shots. 7 for 23, 16 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, 1 turnover, 4 personal fouls. So our official three nominees, we're going P.J. Washington, Two for 15, 10 points, four boards. Dennis Smith Jr., one for 11, three points, 10 assists. And Brandon Ingram, seven for 23, 16 points, seven assists. Well, I'm I'm gonna throw my PJ weight. P.J. Washington, me. P.J. Washington. Thank you. You Joey. gotta yeah. get
2: more than four rebounds, man. Yeah, yeah. Two oh, yeah. for fifteen is terrible. It's, it's comfortable.
1: It's not a not a hard decision this week. Congratulations, <clears throat> P.J. Washington, uh, for winning the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Par
2: fadeaway, away, gentlemen.
1: What things are you guys looking forward to in the NBA, Joey? What do you, What do you got your eye on?
2: I we talked about him earlier, but I'm. Looking forward is probably the wrong way to uh, explain this, but I am—I cannot wait to see what happens with Kyrie Irving once he gets out of this meeting at the principal's office. Literally anything could happen. He could become, like, <laughs> he could literally convert to Judaism right. or, uh, <laughs> like, burn down the Barclays Center. Like, anything could happen. Like, literally, there's no <laughs> predicting... What happens with Kyrie Irving? And I just, it's a, I don't even like talking about it because it's gross and bad and weird. But also, it's a car crash. I cannot stop watching.
4: Um,
3: <laughs> uh, Chuck, what do you, what, what, what do you got on the docket? Uh, so my Heat, they're struggling. But what's the best thing for a struggling team? Playing the Hornets twice.
2: Oh, so- you get that Dennis
3: Smith Jr. experience. That that back to back Dennis mm. Smith Jr. life. So yeah, good luck with that. For... I
2: watched the Golden State Warriors lose to them, uh, thinking <laughs> the same thing. So have fun, have fun. We'll see um. how it goes. Uh, Gordon Hayward's
1: out, and they suck when he doesn't play. Yeah, they don't they don't win at all when Gordon Hayward doesn't play. And all of all of Gordon Hayward's hair is grown back in after oh. shave. After sh- what, is really
2: thought, what is gummo What is gummo? I really gummo? thought you know that haircut I mean?
1: was like a a shave it every day or every other day situation. Mm-hmm. He just got it shaved off and just let it grow back in. Man. Yeah, it's ugh, ugh. Um, distasteful. Um, I'm looking forward to <laughs> when these teams, these big market uh, teams we get sick of talking about. I'm sorry that it is the slow motion car crash I can't look away from. The Lakers need to trade Anthony Davis.
2: Yeah. Yep. And
1: the Nets The should Nets trade. might
2: need to trade Kevin Durant. The Nets should yeah,
1: yeah. trade Kevin Durant.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I feel like the Suns should just do it. Just why not? Just the Suns have all their draft picks. The Suns have all these large salaries of guys they don't need. They have Jay Crowder who's refusing to play (laughs) on the the team. (laughs) Cam Johnson, my favorite guy, got hurt. I'm bummed out about it, but, like, trade Cam Johnson to the Nets. Who cares? Uh, Trade Cam Johnson, Landry, Shamit, uh, you know, Jay Crowder, Dario Saric, and six first-rounders.
2: I still Done. Don't feel like that's enough for Kevin. Durant. <laughs> but you say you don't think it is. Yeah. I'd like a one more young player. You know what I mean? Like
1: no, the Suns don't believe in the draft. So they don't have you. I players. know
2: that's the problem. <laughs> but if I'm the Nets, like I want that, like, y- you know, I want the Malik Beasley and the Jarrett Vanderbilt because at least they're like those guys are totally
1: that- replaceable. I know, I know, yeah.
2: but you're already getting five picks for Kevin Durant. Also, give me two players to where I'm like, oh, this guy can be on my team while we're Zier terrible Williams. for three years. Yeah. Exactly. Give me Zaire Williams and John Conchar. You I'm know what I the, mean? I, like, I'm
1: out on paying Kevin Durant for four more years, three or three years past this one.
2: But it feels w- like this. I Suns, wouldn't be, he'd really help your team. <laughs> I mean I, I want Anthony Davis. I'm, I would I rather have Kevin Durant than Anthony Davis. Easy.
1: Yeah, but Anthony Davis is younger and makes less. It's easier to trade. And I could put Anthony Davis with Anthony Jackson Jr.
2: Anthony He's, Davis uh, like, disg- feels guys. one like, bee sting yeah. and then is out two months. <laughs> like, you can't...
1: He shows up it, for the playoffs.
2: One time he did. Once. Twice. Two times. Two times. Twice. The bubble, but the bubble doesn't count. But then, yes, the... He he dominated that that tiny Portland team where he literally bullied. I was gonna say something bad there. He literally (laughs) bullied. uh, He bullied the smallest team in the world. Uh, Like, I don't know, man. I'm out on Anthony. I'm out on. I've been out on Anthony Davis. Like, I, I was so high on him as a college player. Like. I thought he was going to, like, change the way we looked at, like, NBA, like, defense. I mean, he sort of big... did
1: for six years, seven years? He was... And they like, got paid. They
3: went he averaged, like,
2: six blocks a game in the in college keith and like his defense is lazy his offense is lazy i, mean, I don't like anthony his, Davis. everything I'm he out, did dude. the
1: first everything he did up until getting traded to the lakers people thought he was probably the most impactful or one of the most impactful players in the game i don't feel like we could say his nba career is disappointing by any stretch i kind of think can. <laughs> you just thought he was gonna be the best player ever like
2: yeah i thought he was like the way people talk about when I think people forget that's how they were talking about Anthony Davis. Like I'm just
1: saying like it lasted for years while he was in the league. The people still thought of him like that thing, the price that the Lakers paid wasn't, didn't seem that outrageous. It it worked out technically as the Lakers winning the title, but yeah, he's, Mm. I mean, he has underwhelmed the past few seasons. There's no doubt about that.
2: I also will. You'd rather have Kevin Durant, man. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess Kevin Durant's gotten kind of weird too. Um but
2: I Kevin do Durant think Durant just wants to be a hooper. I do think if the, if <laughs> and the, if the Memphis <laughs> he can just hoop, bro. If the Grizzlies
1: got Kevin Durant, they basically couldn't do it without giving up Jaron Jackson Jr. until they unless they waited until after January fifteenth. And even then, like I think it would make the Grizzlies one of the title favorites for this year and next year. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I feel like it, it kind of sh-
2: it's worth it. It's worth it, Keith. Yeah. Um, he and John would be so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It would be amazing.
1: It. <laughs> I'm not saying they wouldn't be amazing. It, w- it, w- it would be an it would be an, I- an ideal fit, but, uh, like, what's the price and what's the uh, – you're raising the Grizzlies title odds from, like, 18 to 1 to 8 to 1, and is it worth sacrificing all, all you've built up? I don't know. I know Pat Riley yes. would say yes. Pat Riley would go yep. for it.
2: As a Golden State Warrior fan, I'm telling you, yes, it's worth it. Like – Everyone hates you when you get Kevin Durant for years, but it's
1: worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would forgive us because uh, he would come and and, uh, and help out. He'd, he'd the finally, problem it,
2: would be, he's he'd be gonna, the he would get so officially. bummed. He would get so bummed that it won't be his team and it will be Jaw's team forever. It's honestly kind of like the Curry thing all over again. Um,
1: yeah, it's true. Um, well, anyways, uh, I'm also looking forward to uh, our watch party on Friday night. Uh, Grizzlies fans in the Middle Tennessee area come to Noble's Beer Hall. Uh, the late game, 8.30 this Friday. We'll be giving away a signed Ja Morant poster and other Grizzlies prizes. Hope to see you there. If you want to support our show, do that at patreon.com slash breakfast Listen to Joey's podcast, the Round Ball Rock podcast. Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important. Thing.
0: Yeah, never no, apologize for being G Fab break break, man, you understand?